Okay. I'm going to do the best I can with my voice. All right. Huh? Water's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> He's a lady. Let him do it. <laughs> like serving. Like serving. Okay, so um, put the page I test. Pisa Kuf Gimel. Okay? So I'm not... Let's let's just go into it before I get myself off on a tangent before we even start. Okay, so why why yeah okay so fine a couple two lines yeah. Okay, so so what we saw last time was is that <clears throat> he was talking about the importance of not just saying words of Amuna, but trying to be as consistent as possible about it to uh, remind oneself to say these words as often as possible. So he says like this. Thank you very much. So this, it's perfect. It's a perfect size. Perfect size. So, <coughs> so this Indian of remembering, of remembering Hashkachas Hashem throughout the day, Yesh Beis Chalakim. There are two two parts to it. Yeshes Chelik Shu Ainu Raga will say there Yom Hashalavim. There are certain. There's an opportunity to do this on events that take place which are abnormal, like not the usual events of, the day, of a day-to-day life, but uh, things come up that are a little bit uh, out of the ordinary. Oh, so it's an opportunity to use the tachap, that as an opportunity to do chazik amunah. And then there's the things that we could use as reminders that are just part of the routine of daily life. So niftach v'chelik rishon, an example of the first type, where it's like something a little bit out of the ordinary, not, not crazy, but just uh, not part of your daily routine. Again, this is the muscle he's been using. You're going out of your way, it's not an everyday occurrence that you buy a table, a dining room set. So it's not an everyday thing. Okay, but it happens, you know. So, so this guy's on his way, he's going to buy a dining room set. So obviously, what, what, what's the proper way to do it? So he says, This is now a, a, a unique occurrence. It's a once-in-a-while thing. So as he leaves his house, before he leaves his house, he's by name. He contemplates, and then you, you articulate, as we said before, you say, I'm going to buy a dining room set, table and chairs. But I do not have the kayak to choose which table is meant for me. What table I'm supposed to sit at, what chairs I'm supposed to sit on. And I don't know, it's above my pay grade. Everything, it's even something as small as, uh, as buying a table and chairs, it's above my pay grade. Only the Rabbanu Shalom is going to be Kaveya, what table I will buy. And all my actions, all my Bechira, it's not going to affect any. It's, it's, it, I'm going to end up getting the table that I'm supposed to get. But based on my personal Madriga and, and how much I feel this, which determines how much Ishtadlis I have to do. In any so I have to go and I have to at least make it look like I'm choosing. You can quote Svarim, okay? Svarim says, Even though I'm doing Ishtadlis, I know that it's really, it's, it's, not, it's not really the cause. From that perspective, you go to the store. And then when you're in the store, and you begin to check, because you have to choose which table, whatever. It's called not to remind yourself of that 
you know, 30-second conversation you had with yourself, with the Rabbana Shalom, before you left the house. Shemaisa v'chirasi yukamaisa kaif ba'alma, that all my, <coughs> all my choosing is a maisa kaif. Ve'inashal klal v'kal, and it makes no difference at all. I have no shlit at all. Ukvarnik v'mita yisparach ezo shulchan k'saisi yevrashusi. The Rabbana Shalom already decided from the beginning of time what chairs, what tables I'm going to have in my house. It sounds a little bit funny, because like, yeah, we were used to thinking like that with like major events, like getting married, or things like this, or, you know, uh, moving, whatever, you know, what, uh, you know, changing careers, but we're talking about something which is, again, out, out of the ordinary of every single day, but still not, nothing, nothing too crazy, but I thought, okay, it's an opportunity, it's something, it's a chedish, it's something new, it's an opportunity to be a By the way, this Indian of there being this divide, not divide, but these two categories of, of, and both are times where we can inject a moon into our lives through them, one being events which are not commonplace, right? And one which is like mamish common day events, like he's going to talk about soon, like, you know, going to the grocery store or, or getting dressed, things that you mamish do every single day. It's really the, it's really this, the sight of this, because you want me to go on a tangent, so the, this... The sight of this is really con- connecting to Purim and Pesach. We know Chazal say that in Niebuhr you are like this, so we have Purim the second Adar. Why? Masbir Gulagul, we want to connect Purim to Pesach. What's the. <coughs> both, both Purim and Pesach, Gula, both of you, I'm talking about Gula. <coughs> Gula means introducing the higher world into our world. Right? Bringing, like I was talking about on Shabbos, bringing Yudke Vavke into Elokim. Elokim means Hateva, means nature. Yudkevavke means what is not from this world. To bring the two together, to reintroduce Yudkevavke and Elokim. By the way, in, 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 um, in the Vardichiver, in, in this Kedushas Purim, where he has a whole section about Purim, it's a major discussion over there about Purim is, a, is an Indian of connecting Yudkevavke with Elokim. <clears throat> but there are two ways for this to happen. One is where Elokim still is Elokim. Teva is still Teva. But there's moments where Yudkevavke overwhelms Elokim. The classic example of that is Pesach. Pesach means nature, the Rabbani Shalom revealed himself how? By overriding and overwhelming the rules of nature. So you have like sort of the, and that's reflective, obviously, you know, when you're going shopping for a table and chair, it's not Kriyas Yamsev, but but it's reflective of that Indian where there's like the normal routine of daily life, and then there's something that's like coming into your life that's a little bit out, out of the ordinary. That's a, that's a little, it's a Pesach the Indian. It's like, it, it's, it's, there's Elohim. Elohim is not changing, but there's something that's being introduced to Elohim. There's a Yudke Vavka being introduced to Elohim, which is like overriding the system. On the most extreme level, it's Pesach, where there's Mamish miracles, and Elohim is being Mamish thrown away and uh, being broken by Yudke Vavke. That's amazing. And now you're introduced to something higher. Or, on a lower level, there's the regular routine of life, and then things happen where the routine is thrown off. So we've all had this, right? Maybe some of us are going to have this today, right? We have a certain plan of what you think your day is going to be like, right? And then all of a sudden, there's a wrench that's thrown in. It's a Pesach Tekenyan. It's a Pesach Tekenyan. Like you could sing like Chagad or, you know, or, or, or Dayenu when things like that happen, right? Because you're con- at that moment, when a wrench is thrown into your daily life and things are now not normal, it could be not normal good or not normal chas not obviously good, you're connecting to the light of Pesach because there's the regular you know, status quo of life, and something is coming that's stronger than it and breaking through that. And your avoid at that moment is, is to connect to the gula, 
connect to the Yamuna that's be, that you're being reminded of. What you're being reminded of at that moment, what's coming into your life is that there's a Yudkevavka, there's something above the regular, the static, the status of Teva, there's something above that. That's Pesach. But then there's something deeper that's called Purim, which is that Elukim itself is, 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 is converted into Yudkevavka, where routine itself is not broken, it's not changed, but routine itself it can be transformed into an opportunity of finding your Vanishtal. That's the Chiddush of Purim. That's why, again, even in the Yantav of Purim, again, like, as we all know, there's no open miracles, right? Nothing's, not, nothing crazy happens. It's uh, the coincidences of life over years eventually develop into the story of Purim. That corresponds to a day where everything is fine. Uh, not, where there's no wrenches thrown into your day. That's also a day of Gula, but it's a Purim Dikka day of Gula if you connect to it. So these two Avaitas of like, when a strange opportunity comes, or, or not strange, but like a, a not-so-commonplace event in life comes your way, and oh, now I'm going to use it as a, an opportunity to say words of a moon. Let's understand the depth of that. It doesn't just mean, oh, it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity. By using the, that moment to be mechazek once a moon, you're connecting to the light of that moment, which is the light of Pesach. That's what Pesach means. Again, any time where there's something that comes and breaks the routine, that's called Pesach. Then you have another opportunity where there's a regular, the routine of life, and an afalpikin, being able to have the strength of, of Amuna to be able to remind yourself that even the routine of life is also Biyad Hashem, right? That's connecting to the light of Purim, which is also in every single day. So, <clears throat> these are, these, again, like I said, you know, by the big tzaddikim, you have, like, you have like stories like this, right? Where, let's say, on, uh, even for tzaddikim nowadays, you have like a, a, a random... Uh, you know, Wednesday morning, and the tzaddik will tell the chazan, uh, you know, sing a Rosh Hashanah or something. I don't know, because like it's Rosh Hashanah now, you know, or like tzaddikim that are like Lamal Menazman, and it's like Meyerv in the middle of uh, you know the morning and Mincha in the middle of the night and things like this. So okay, it's a tzaddikim, whatever it is, they they have their own, you know, their own little world that they live in, big world that they live in. But the truth is, every single one of us has that. We just don't, we just we just don't realize it. There's there's Pesach all the time. There's Purim all the time. We just have to recognize it. So whenever something happens in life that's not, again, that's not according to the plan, that's called Pesach. When things go according to the plan, right, and we just have to have the strength to be able to realize that there's someone in charge of that plan, that's called Purim. So it's, uh, you know, that, that's why Rav Nachman said, Nachman wrote in one place, he said that, that we always, historically, you know, Nisan is the first of the month, right? It's like, Nisan is the first of the month. But Rav Nachman said, as you get closer to Mashiach, really, really, Purim is going to be the beginning of the year. Purim is ready to begin the year, not Pesach, Purim. Because that, that, as we get closer to Mashiach, the, the Indian is not so much to look for those, like, Hashkach stories, you know, and those moments of where there's a breaking of Elohim, that Yudkevav overwhelms Elohim. Those don't, I mean, the, the, honestly, those things kind of inspire children. But when you're an adult, every time you read a story like that, or hear a story like that, there's a little apicarius in your mind that says, okay, fine. And for every time there was a mattress there, when uh, the guy uh, fell, off the, fell out of the, the, the window, there's ten stories where there wasn't uh, a mattress there, right? So that's a little apicarius. So it's a shtick apicarius, it is. But, but Lamaisa, it's because we're holding by Yitkufa where it's not satisfying enough Pesach. Right? When Mashiach comes, Pesach will be secondary. What's going to be the Iker is Purim. Because what, really what we're looking for is that is Chaskas of Amuna, of the daily routine. One thing, okay, when Yudke Vavke overwhelms the Lakim, that's a very nice thing, and it's, it's Gavaldic, but the Chacham on Pesach night, the real Chacham, 
on Pesach night, asks, What's, What are we making such a big deal of Pesach? The Chacham who understands Chacham made of Raisha, who's Raisha Noilet, who sees every single moment of life is really being created by Hashem. And the Elohim itself is one of the, one of the divine names of Hashem. So what are we making such a big deal of Pesach? We're making such a big deal. So the answer is, you're right, it's not such a big deal, but there is such a thing where people fall into low places. And Eimaftir Nachar Pesach Afi Kaiman. And you want to be able to hold on to the taste of Pesach when things are not going so right, and you don't have the strength to be Chacham. So you have Pesach. But the, 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 real, the real strength is Purim. That's Remus. Pesach is Givaldic, but it's not, uh, it's still a Golistic Yontif. It's not, it's not full Gula. It's not full Gula. Maishar Benu didn't want to take a Sabbath because he knew it wasn't the full deal. He did. Breaking Teva is not the full Gula. The real Gula is Teva itself being shown as being something that's created by Hashem. That's the real, that's the real Gula. And that's, that's, that's the answer of Purim. So whenever these opportunities come up, again, as Hashem should be a day. If there, again, maybe, maybe wrenches are a good time when it's, when it's a, a good wrench, you know what I'm saying, so it should be a good, so that should happen too, but, but either way, just, we should all just know going into the day, either it's going to be a Pesach day or a Purim day, but either way, it's Yontif, so we should be zaycha to, uh, with that, okay,